podcast land this is the dc sports rundown tonight sponsored by the sideline junkies i am your host with the most the one and only swamp queen lady c and i am joined by two of my favorite junkies we have the cold-hearted fighter the midnight rider mr ben and we also have the conrad thompson of the sideline junkies speaks truth never try it's the big guy kg so Tonight we're gonna uh, we just have a few little topics to talk about, um, and we're just gonna dive right in here, talking about uh, Brian Robinson. We're gonna start out with that. As you may know, he is a former former Alabama uh, player who's uh, on the Washington Redskins now. Recently, uh, overnight, he was shot in a uh, attempted carjacking. Uh, his lower extremities. Um, he's had surgery, um, and he, he's doing well so far. His his media, his um, sports, uh, well, his coaches and teammates are saying that he's doing well. So you know, first speedy recovery to him. Hate to hear you know any any of that happens at any time. Um, I just want to get guys' point of view on it as far as how you're feeling about it. Um, and would, how, how does this affect your team? Uh, let's go ahead and get started with, with, with uh, the Midnight Rider. Ben, how are we doing with that? With that I'm news? doing good. Um, so the news um, is a shock, of course. It's devastating. Um, I can't say that I didn't have thoughts of um, Sean T's incident when this came about. Uh, I think the only thing that I find funny is when people talk about it, they talk about it and they're like, oh, I would never go into D.C. You should go back, stay in the house or you should do that. And the sad thing about it is that's the reality of D.C. We've lived this this long so far. So going in the house doesn't mean anything because we're not going to stop our routine. You know, we're we've been leading the nation in these carjack situations. So the sad thing is this young brother got caught in the midst of just being in a city that's just dangerous right now. And I know that they're trying to make initiatives to do things to change it, but I hope the kid gets well. I hope he gets better. But I think from a media standpoint, there's a little thing of them just not understanding the city um, because they don't live here. They didn't, they didn't have to go through this. They didn't grow up in this. You know, I'm a D.C. native. I grew up during us being the murder capital. So this isn't, this is dangerous because of who he is, but it wouldn't be a story if it wasn't Brian Robinson, to be honest with you. What you think, KG? Well, I felt the same way you felt. Uh, I got the same vibes, the, those feelings from 2007. And to know that he was shot on 8th Street I think it was seventh and H and I was just down there the day before and they tried to carjack him for a charger. I believe, I believe it was a, 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 a Hemi charger. So you, 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 we see those seven, eight, nine, ten 10 times an hour in this area. And you're telling me that you had to try to carjack him for that. But why? You know, and I, I, his female passenger that he had with him, she was grazed by the bullet. He was shot. Um, they say Daniel Snyder 
uh, Tanya Snyder, Ron Rivera, Martin Mayhew. I said the whole team, you know, everybody was up at the hospital for, with him, which is good. I just don't. For people that say, well, you should stay in the house. I mean, it's just as much crime in Virginia. They just don't report it the same way. Right. So, Absolutely. you know, D.C. is D.C. And you would think with all the gentrification that is going on down on 8th Street, because a lot of staples that was down on 8th Street, the Horse and Dickies and um, God, I can't think of the other restaurant that was down there. They're gone. Right. You so know, they you transplanted in bins. Right, transplanting in this place, the crab boss where he was at, right? And um, yeah, that's, that's other that's places. Where they yeah, so there's a couple now, other places. Um, I know the last I've heard, um, I don't have sources, but the last I've seen is he was shot in the butt and in the back of the lower leg. Um, I've heard he's had surgery on all of that or to get bullets removed. And the last thing I heard was it's an outside chance he can get released tonight. But he might be released in the morning. And the kid had an awesome preseason. Uh, a lot of people had him down as RB1. I had him down as RB because I, I we talked about it earlier. Running back by committee now with these teams. And I, we'll get into what we have. But I got him on the pup list as, as of right now. Or at least IR for the season. So that way you think, don't lose. So, so. I think you're gonna have to, we're going to have to give ourselves a spot here for this because I think the ruling is going to be interesting. So they may have to carry him through the weekend into Tuesday so that way he doesn't miss the whole year by putting him on IR. If they put him on IR now, he'll go. He'll have to be on season-long IR. But if they wait till Tuesday, they can do it that way. Now the only place where we get some gray area is if we NFI him, non-football, um, related injury, then it's a possibility that they can carry him through the cuts and him not, not count towards the um, 53-man roster. Well, okay, so I mean... Like, so what What do you... Like, Like? How do you, where do you see him going with this? Like, why, why do you feel that way? Why do I feel that he's gonna? Well, I think I think his his status is all just depending on what we can get from the league in terms of league rules. So they're going to definitely probably put him on our give him some time, um, even just if it's just a mental um, break to kind of recover from this and see where he goes. Uh, I would love to see him sometime around week five, week six. But again, we don't know the exact extent of the injuries, but got hit what his recovery process is, and then we don't even know his mental. Because right now we're in a world where you know, your mental health is just as important as your physical health. So that's just another thing that we got to watch out for and take care of. I'll check on it. All right. KG, so some technical difficulties. Okay, there she go. There she go. There, uh, there she goes again. Oh, 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 it was me. I'm sorry. KG, what you, uh, what's your take on it with, with where he's going? Well, it's it all depends on me. You're freezing, yeah. It's all it all depends on, like Ben said, it all depends on mental. Uh, you know, this may traumatize him. He may he may not. It may make him shy away from the nightlife. 
And I, if you going down to just go to Crab Balls, get something to eat and go home, that's it. That's it. Uh, so it, it, it can mean a lot. But how he recovers from this, um, maybe. I, I, hey, if we can see him sometime this season, that's good. So. Most definitely, most definitely think he's going to be out for this season. I don't, because you have to, you know, you have your therapy, you have your recovery time, you got therapy, uh, physical therapy, you have the psychiatrist, you know, because like, like Ben said, you know, you, you, your mental is just as important than your physical. So I definitely don't see, see him on the field until next season. Like he'll probably be there to, on the sidelines just to say hey to, to wave to the crowd um but definitely touching the field to to play anything i, I don't see that but i want to know since you know going going into the ne next topic of you know offense where now now that he's out so brian's out where's your offense at now how are we looking on offense? Because he had amazing preseason. So, you know, where's your offense now? Well, let me let me preface that by doing this. I can only give you a little bit. I only give you a little bit. Can't give you all of it. Only give you a little bit, but I had to preface that. Had to preface that. But this offense, I mean, we can start with quarterbacks. I mean, I think that's chalk. I, I think it is too, because we I had an interesting conversation about quarterbacks with this team. And um uh, let me pull let me pull my pen out so I I, I got it because I didn't look at your list. I haven't given you mine. So we got Wentz down as the starter, correct? Correct. Who's All right, your backup? Going. Heineke's your backup? Oh, Heineke's your backup? Or are you only keeping two quarterbacks? No, I'm keeping three because you got to keep okay. Sam Howell. That's your exactly. future. Exactly. That's your future. I think but now by see, week 10, your backup quarterback, and this will be SH, not TH. Hmm. See, here's my thing. The interesting conversation that I had earlier today and from last night into today. Sam Howe has the skills. He does. Is he future QB number one? I'm not anointing him that off of a preseason and a couple of throws in practice. We, we've done that so many times over the last 30 years, anointing guys, the future, this, that, and the third, and then they never pan out. I'm not doing that with Sam Howell. I'm not going to jinx him, but I'm not also going to put all my eggs in his basket. He is who he is. Let me see what he's doing when he got Aaron Donald about, uh, bearing down on him instead of him playing against third stringers and second stringers and guys are just walking on, just trying to get a paycheck. Let me see how he plays then. Then we'll talk about him being QB number one. Then we'll talk about him being the future. As of right now, 
He's my emergency quarterback. Okay, so let's let's I mean let's do a tell of the tape. Height wise, he and Haneke about the same height. Moxie wise, they're both Moxie guys. That's always a word that they're going to use talking about those two guys. Smarts, equal pay 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 level, equal pay grade. Arm strength, how? Yes, he has a cannon. Intangibles equal. Tell the tape t- says it all. Only thing I didn't do is give you the Larry Michael skins tangibles. That's the only <laughs> thing you're missing from this tell the tape. But that's what it is. I think I think how has the arm and the ability, and we're just getting a peek of it. Um, yes. I'm not gonna do a Paul Pierce and say what he said, but it's just a taste that we're getting right now. So we're going. It's going to be some. He's going to be here, and he's going to be the future. You just wonder if it's going to be two years or three. I will. I will state this. I will Mike Shanahan this and stake my reputation on this. I'm not. I'm yeah. on the other side of the. Fa- it's not because I don't think. I think the dude's a dog, and I gotta. I gotta give a shout out to my man D'Angelo, aka the Vanilla Panty Bandit. But he said Sam Howell was a dog when he was at Carolina. He's like, he's yes. a dog. You need to watch out for him. He gave me the heads up on him. We drafted him. He said, didn't I tell you he was a dog? Yes, he is. Here's my thing. I'm not trying to put that on him, and I haven't seen him play with live bullets. Let me see him play with live bullets first, see how he handles himself. One, coming in cold. Two, coming in starting. Two different things when, when you play like that. Let me see how he handles himself. Then we can talk. Well, I think the dynamics of this offense is to be a up down the field offense. So you can't go down the field with, with a slingshot. That's 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 all I'm gonna say. You can't go down the field with a slingshot. You, you going hunt you hunting um deer and lions and all that. You can't kill them with slingshots. You gotta, you know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. that's just my thing on Haneke. Like I just don't think I think he's a guy that's gonna always give you a gutsy great performance. He's always gonna put on and be enough. But I think he's a guy that you will put in for two to three weeks or two to four weeks. And if it's a long-term thing, I think you have to think about putting Howell in. So what's next? The running backs? Because this running is where backs. Yeah, this is where this and receivers get interesting. Uh, how many running backs you keeping? Uh, so I, I kept four. And this is where I asked for the space because I think the Robinson thing is going to make us – you're going to have to do something to manipulate that. So mm-hmm. I have Jonathan Williams, Gibson, and McKissick. Mm. Okay. I actually had three. It was going to be four, but with the Robinson thing, I took that paper off, took it, threw it away, said, nope, I'm going three right now, and I'm going to leave a space open. And I got Gibson, McKissick, and Patterson. I knew you that. So and you a Doc Walker guy? I know you and Doc <laughs> bowling ball, baby, the bowling ball. I, I got Gibson and uh, McKissick starting that same as last year. Those are my my, my two starters. They're interchangeable. Um, both bring a different dynamic. And then Patterson, you know, he's small. He can get in there. He did really well last year. Um, and I thought the addition of Robinson really was going to make us pretty dynamic in the run game because this dude falls forward and gets eight yards. Antonio Gibson can fall forward and get five, but Robinson can fall forward and get eight. I think the other difference is he's a natural running back. And if you watched two weeks ago when they were playing um, Kansas City, he has a run up the middle where it doesn't look like it's open, but that window 
flashes. He hits the window and gets nine yards, maybe falls mm-hmm. forward for 10, and it just changes the whole dynamic of the offense. So, yeah, I, I was team Robinson after that run. Uh, it took that run to convince me, but I think it makes sense to let Gibson do some other things. And I think you still – that's why I kept Williams over Patterson because I think Williams is a di- little bit different runner than pa- um, Patterson, but I don't see any fault either way that goes. So let's get to the big – this is the big spot here, receiver. Yeah, receiver. You, All right, I guess it's my turn to go first. But let me say this. Brian Robinson Jr., let me tell you who put me on to him. That lady sitting on – oh, I'm sorry, on this end. This end right here. She's on this end. Right. She put me on to him. She was like, check him out. What you think about him? I was like, all right. So I went and watched some tape. I was like, the dude's a dog. I like him. So she put me on him, so I thank you for that, Lady C. Uh, receivers I kept – let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six. I kept seven receivers. Um, My starters – <laughs> my starters of course mclaurin and uh samuel uh dotson will be in the slot i'm also keeping brown and mill uh michelle and sims i think i i've been holding out hope for cam sims for a couple seasons now and he showed the last two seasons that what he can do with yards after the catch he showed that he can catch the ball in tight spots and if he gets an open lane to run, he can pick up some yards. I love Cam Sims. He's my red zone threat because of how big he is, but they just don't use him the correct way. All right, hold on, hold on. Hold on. So I got Brown. I got Cam. I got Dotson. McLaurin. Samuels. And then Dax. You don't have That's Michelle? It. No. I thought that was your guy. Nah. Wow. No. And the only reason I say that is because he hasn't shown me enough yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a guy that you, if you give him the year to sit on the side, he'll, I think he'll play this year just because we got Samuel and Brown. I think he'll end up playing. But I think this, the smart route is to carry them through, see if you can sneak them through, because there's going to be a lot of receivers. Like there's this kid in Miami um car graft or something like that that tore it up the other night so it's gonna be a bunch of receivers that's gonna hit this market and guys are gonna be able to um get theirs or get um pick up some some people that fall through the cracks so i don't see that as an issue so that's the only reason i think michelle will be able to get cut and make it through to the practice squad okay next up is the tight ends all right this is i got four um because I go nine offensive linemen. So my four are Bates, Thomas, Turner, and I think they go with um, Armani Rogers just from a health standpoint. He's the only guy that you can't question if he's going to be healthy on week one. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason he gets gets the nod here. Otherwise, he'd be on the practice squad or he wouldn't even make this list. Well, I, only keep, I, I normally keep three tight ends every year. So it's always three tight ends for me. Normally it's three tight ends and maybe seven or eight O linemen, but I got I think I got nine O linemen this year. Yep. But Thomas Bates and Rogers, I had Reyes before he was put on IR. I wanted to see what he could do. I really you did. I wanted it. to see what he could do. But he don't have it. A he can't stay healthy, and B, he was playing against the Giants and he made a play 
And I, I thought that if he had caught the ball, the safety would have killed him. So I, he doesn't have the natural awareness to do this. And I think you can't penalize guys like um, Amani Rogers and Curtis Hodges who look a little bit more natural at the position and look like they have a clue in that <laughs> scenario. So that's the only reason I didn't – I wouldn't have had Reyes on this. Like this was the – yeah, he was gone no matter what for me, injury or no injury. Okay. I, you know, they always want to get a guy, former basketball player. Antonio Gates. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tony Gonzalez. You know, it's always a former basketball player playing tight end, or you got a freak like Julius Peppers who was on a Final Four team at North Carolina and then actually made it to the NFL but could have played in the NBA as well. Well, he could have played tight end if they wanted him to. Yeah. It, him. Um, Don't forget Ali like, Mo Cox up in um, Indianapolis. You take it back the, a little um, further. You. you take it back a little further. Ebenezer Ekubon. Out of, out yes. of North Carolina, he played yeah. what, and he went to he went to Blade. He was a tight end at Blade, and he was a DN at Blade. Wound up being a first round pick. Yeah, so you got guys that can do things, but uh, I just thought Reyes was gonna be that guy. I I thought he was gonna do it, but that's how much I know. That's why I do what I do. <laughs> now we it. got the old lineman. Mm, this was tough here. For real? Yeah, this is because I. It was tough. Let's just say it was tough. So, all right. So, I'll break it down this way to to help it help facilitate it a little bit. So, centers, um, I got Ruye. Mm-hmm. Um, I go guard. I have Sadiq Charles, Schweitzer, Paul, and Turner, and Norwell. Because I figure Schweitzer and if Charles can play swing center and all that stuff, Schweitzer's your backup center. Charles is your emergency center. Uh, then tackle, I have Lucas, Leno, and Cosme. Again, with Charles being the swing backup tackle, I think the only reason I go 9 and not 10 is because Sadiq Charles can play guard, center, and tackle. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Now, here's my thing. Uh-oh. This is where it got hard for me. Because, of course, Ruye is the glue. He's my center. Right. No doubt in my mind. He's my center. Now, it was who's I, who I was going to put on either side of him at guard. And I want Schweitzer at right guard. Because when he filled in last year for uh, Brandon Sheriff, he led the league in, uh, what was, oh, my God, what the fuck was it? It was a block. I think he, he led Huh? No, it wasn't pancake. He led the league in um uh it was a run blocking stat, but he led the league. He okay. had one of the highest grades. And I've watched his workouts from the end of the season. I'm talking about in the gym, he's gotten lighter, he's lost weight, he gotten his ankles together. And I'm like, I keep telling him, I like the dude is so down to earth. I hit the dude on 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 on, on uh IG. And I always give him the fire emoji when he's working out. And I'm like, just I can't wait to see you pulling around the corner. And he responds back like it's nothing. So I mean, I'm already I was already a fan. Now I'm an even bigger fan. But the dude, he he got to go on the right because I want to see him pulling. We just picked up Noel. I got Noel on the left. We just signed Leno with, with that contract. I got him at uh left tackle. 
Now, see, the thing is, I want to put Cosme at right tackle, even though I know he's a traditional left tackle, but he can't handle that left side just yet. So I, right. I actually got Cosme, either Cosme or Lucas at that right tackle. Well, you can't go, you can't go Lucas as your starter, like unless there's an injury. And it's because you got a kid that's young, dynamic, and his upside, his ceiling is way higher than Lucas. You already know what Lucas is. It's like um, Dennis Green said, I know, we know who they are. So we know who he is, so you don't need to waste time. And this is where I was trying to argue with people years ago when they cut AP. It's like we know what he is. Sometimes you got to get that young guy in there and let him go and see and let him grow in that position. Right. So you got so you got Cosme. So I know you kept Lucas. What's next? Yes, I kept Lucas. I kept Ishmael, Ismail, Sadiq Charles, Turner. And because uh, Tyler Lawson is hurt, I had to hold his spot. So I got a uh, tooth. So you just, to, Paul. just to hold the spot. And I got Paul, too. I got him, too. So what I got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, shoot. I got a lot of dang online. Yeah, I think you got to do some numbers. Yeah, I'm, I, I really got to do some numbers. I'm like, damn, wait, hold on. Cause, cause, I'm supposed to keep all these guys. I'm sorry. What'd you say? Um, that, that math wasn't math. And that, that was too many. Right, right. You might be on that new math. You know what I'm saying? The common core. It don't make sense. Yeah, that got... Okay, so uh, now nah, let me let me let me rephrase that. Hold on, let me rephrase that because I know we got Tyler Lawson coming back. He's on the pup list. Uh, right. So Schweitzer, Ruye, Noel, Leno, Cosme. Those are my starters. I got Lucas coming off the bench. Charles, Paul, Ismail. So I, I don't know. Turner is out. So you're cutting Turner. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Tough decision, but that's why uh hey, that's what you get paid to do. Yeah, that's cuz you you know what? You got to look at it. And this is something that the boss BJ always told me. You got to you got to take your fandom out of it when you're building a team. You got to right. take and the professor Lucky always tells me this too. Take your fandom out of it and look at how the guy plays. So, you know, I'm not saying that they play bad, but hey, that's that. Then you got your um, you got your picks in for the online. Yep. Okay. So, so now we on on to defense, baby, because defense wins games. So online just do it stylishly, but the defense <laughs> is, it's all about the defense. So <laughs> let's uh go ahead and buy. Sorry. It. Oh, offense just gets style points. I you know I've never been just. Too too crazy about the old line anyway. It's just it's all about the defense for me. Um, mm. <laughs> so um, let's let's go on to the to the defense. Where are you where you at? Get you give me your nine. Now that my computer has stopped fighting me, it's it's raining here. So it's a raining night in Georgia. Uh, well, you know Louisiana, but okay. <laughs> well, well, Brooke, Brooke Benton didn't sing about a rainy night in Louisiana. He said a rainy night in Georgia. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think on the defensive side, I think, I think this is where I'm gonna be different. So I have another spot that I kind of have to get a question mark allowed, and I'll I'll explain it when we get to that point. Okay. So D line, um, as constructed by me, I have of course your starters. Sweat, 
Alan Payne, and I think I'm gonna go with Shaka Tony, mm. the outside guy for me. Um, and then I backed them up with David Wise, Bada, Mathis. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Um, Obata and then Smith Williams. So that's my nine. So again, the starters are Sweat, Tony, Allen Payne. Backups are Wise, Bada, Mathis, Obata, and Smith Williams. Mm. I keep getting thrown off because Smith Williams got two names. So I think I got 10. Right. I only got nine. Oh boy. Okay. See, yeah, this is where we're different. Um, I actually thought I had Bada on my on my. I think I need. I keep one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, because we got fifty three. Because you, your math been kind of suspect. It has been, hasn't it? But I, I did the, I did the, the, the question. Oh man, I did it. But um, I, I got uh, of course the the, the Star Wars. But I, you know, you got to leave a spot. I got to have a sacrificial lamb before when Chase Young comes back. Right. Um, I mean, I think I think the game, like the beauty of football, is it'll naturally take care of itself through right. natural selection. So you'll get to that point, and then there'll be somebody hurt, and you'll just move them off, and boom. Mm-hmm. But I got, of course, Allen Payne, Sweat. I got Casey Tuhill okay. as my other starter. Um, but I do have Tony Bradley King, Smith Williams, and Mathis. I thought I had Bada, but I was like, he showed out. Last season, right. I, I really want him to do good. So he he he's interchangeable. So if he makes it, I'm not gonna be mad. But yeah. So then who's All your right. ninth? Only I didn't have nine. You got eight? Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa. Yeah. I, I like to keep oh I, I know where this is going. I like we're to gonna 11, we're gonna have eleven DBs. That's the only way you're having eight. <laughs> Either eleven DB because yeah, they play out. So they play out. break. Let's let's break it down. So let's go on to the linebackers. You're four. Four. <laughs> six. six. You got six. Ooh. Wow, I got five. So I'll run mine off because so my five is Jamin Davis. Holcomb is your starters. I got Mayo. Hudson, and for and this is where my caveat comes in. I have the John Harris right now, but I think John Harris would be the sacrificial lamb if they sign a veteran linebacker. That's where I kind of have that caveat sitting. It's because I think he will make the roster initially, but he may not make it to opening day because they'll sign somebody else. Okay, you got six. We don't even have good six linebackers. Well, uh, the reason why I got six, because, of course, I got Davis starting on the outside, Mayo on the other side, that beast that is Cole Holcomb in the middle. That's my starters. I can't get rid of Khalid Hudson. Okay. I, I, I cannot get rid of Khalid Hudson. Okay. Uh, and Harrison Walker. So those, okay. are, my, those are my other three. Uh, so six linebackers out there. I I'm got, liking I, this. I'm liking your picks because I feel like I'm going to win now. <laughs> I might not go fifty three for fifty three, but fifty two and fifty three is not bad. Well, let me let me put it to you this way: What was it last year? I think I got forty nine out of fifty three. 
Okay, that's why I said 52 out of 53. I'm good. I don't know. You better watch out. All right, that's what's up. We're going we're gonna to keep these numbers rolling. We're going we're gonna to keep keeping tabs. So, cornerbacks. Here we go. So, so mm. cornerback, this is where you might get me. Because I kept somebody that I like his persona, but I don't know. So, it's easy. Starters, um, Jackson Fuller, St. Juice plays the sock slot. Um, Danny Johnson is the, the four guy. And number five, I'm, I'd keep Holmes over um, Corn Elder just because, again, I'd rather have a young guy cheaper and somebody that I can mold instead of an older guy that's just holding on a roster spot where I know what he is already. So I only got five corners. What's crazy is I got five corners too. Position and flops. That's the only reason I did it. <laughs> your three, your top three. Fuller on the outside, Jackson mm-hmm. on the other side, St. Juice in the, in the uh, slot, mm-hmm. Danny Johnson. Everybody's talking about Danny Johnson needs to be released. I'm not releasing Danny Johnson. I've already lost the Shades of Everett, who's my special teams captain, my special teams ace. I've already lost him. I'm not losing Danny Johnson, too. Right. So I kept Holmes, and I also kept Elder. So oh, that means you got six. I'm sorry. I have six. I, I got names scratched out. Yo, my, okay, they're, they're my 25. All right. I was wondering. I was like, damn, I know I had 25. Oh, 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 time, 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 time. We got to get you on this common core, out of this common core map. Because I don't think you got 25. If you got 25 defensive players and you got 25 offensive players, what are we doing here, homie? You got a 55-man roster. 54 and I got three special teamers. That's right, it. Exactly. That's 53. 25 plus 25 is 50 plus three. I don't know. That last segment, I thought I heard 26 <laughs> offensive plays. Like, like I'm doing the math right, right now. Hold we, on. We might, have, we might have make you post your picks just to, to make sure they legal, man. Good God almighty. Uh, yeah, I got, I got, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Okay. I got 25. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. I went and did the math. You know, you got, I, that's that PG County education too. now. Hey, where's, where's your son at, the intern? We got to get him to count and make sure this is right. Make man. Legal, man. He can't count. He he getting, he getting that new school PG County education. All he right. damn sure can't count. So we're up to the safeties now. Yep. All right, fellas. Yeah. They, uh, you know, commanders, they're, they're picking about six. So what, what's y'all's? I got five safeties. I got five. I mean, I think this is the easy one. I think this is easier for me. Um. Is Reeves, Forrest, McCain, Curl, and Butler. Because I don't even worry about Butler as a safety right now. I got Butler as just my um, – he's almost like the Troy Apke of this. He's the special teams guy. He should be a gunner. If he's not a gunner, they should fire Nick Kazir or whatever his name is tomorrow. That kid has to be on the field. He has to get some burn. Crazy. Crazy. Of course, I got McCain and Curl as my starters. Okay. Reeves, Butler, and Forrest is coming off the bench. You know, you want to run three safeties? I, I mean, you want to run that Cobra package? Shoot, you can do that, but we got talent. It's talent back then. I love Bobby McCain. When we when we signed him, a lot of people was like, man, nah, why we signed him? I was like, you need Bobby McCain because he could play the corner, but he could play the safety as well. I love Bobby McCain. And then, of course, Cam Curl. Cam Curl's the reason why we don't have uh what's Landon Collins. Yeah, Landon Collins. And they talking about bringing him back. 
But yeah. I, if I, we bring him back, imagine him in that linebacking court just playing up against the line. And he look how good he played and how he made tackles playing that position. But it took too long during the season for them to figure that out. But I don't think I don't think he wants that bump. Man, I mean, I would that's, say that's, that. the, that's the that's the only issue I would have with that is I, I don't know if he that. wants that bump because you can't play him anywhere but close to the line of scrimmage. And, I think and that's what he he's in the box safety. That's what you do. Right. Understood. But I think the performance of this defense the last two years, the two things that they've shown you consistently is that whenever Landon Collins is in the back, you got a problem. Go over top. Yeah, he's going over top every time. He, he I, it's hey, always hey, 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 Omaha. <laughs> Omaha tapped it home and let's go. Hot 21. That's mm-hmm. what we run at. You know what I'm saying? Or well, hot 20, whatever his number was. Yeah. Nah. But See, the thing is, it was always a and me and BJ always talk about why is it always miscommunication when you're back there? But when right. the young boys are back there, it's no miscommunication, it's incomplete passes, pass defenses, and everything. As somebody that studied and played the safety position, I played both safeties and corners. So I watch footwork, I watch all of that. The thing is, he's what the old school, old schoolers used to call a cluer. Right. He look into the backfield. You get him with a pump, he gonna jump that middle route instead, and you just slide somebody right behind him and go over the top. That's all it is. Understood. And see, so it was two names kinda... that y'all didn't mention. Uh, neither one of y'all. Uh, Stephen Parker and Farrah Gardner. That, that's so. What. So Stephen, prior to the show starting, um, and this is the other reason why I wanted to make my list this morning, so there would be no um, no incidents um, besides KG's bad math. Is <laughs> that um, Parker got cut earlier today? So he's already not on the list. And Farad Gardner um, is another kid. He's another one of those guys that I think you just got to get him in the building and let him work out in the NFL facility and, like, kind of fill into his position and figure out what he's going to be. He's probably a year or two away. So that's the only reason I don't have Farad Gardner. And actually, personally, I would love to see, instead of him playing safety, I would rather him put on some weight and try to put him at linebacker because I think that's a better fit for him being close to the line, because I think he played linebacker in college, if I remember correctly. He was at um, uh, Lafayette, um, Louisiana with with Butler. So I think he's more of a linebacker, truly, and I think he just needs that time to get into a linebacker body, an NFL linebacker body, to be able to make an impact, because he can't. I don't think he's a safety. I watched him play, and I just didn't see safety. Gotcha. So... Last up on the list, special teams. How many y'all got? That's I mean, true. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's We walked into this knowing what this was going to be. This is Sly, Cheeseman, and Trustway. Um, so I am curious because it's not going to be on the list. This doesn't have to be in the depth chart. But because of what happened this week or this weekend, now, what does the kick return situation and the punt return situation look like? So this won't count on our official list. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious as your feedback, um, because this is impacted by the Brian Robinson um, incident. True. So I don't think Gibson will be returning punts or kicks. I think you have to give it to uh, Dayami Brown or Dax Mill. 
I don't um, think Yami's ever done it. So that's the only reason I wouldn't do him. Well, it's going, but Mill is the one that showed the promise with it. He, he looked really good doing it. So he may be your number one, number one, but you got to, you got to find something. You find somebody. Just don't what, what don't do like they did before when you got somebody like Rock Cartwright running back kicks. You know, you got a daggone fullback running whoa. back kicks. Whoa. Rock Cartwright actually has like if memory serves me correct, I think he has three returns for touchdowns. One with us and two in Oakland. Here's the thing. No, he has a 95 yarder in Oakland for sure. Because he thing. was he was B Mitch's boy. Um, and I actually met him. He got drafted, landed in D.C. at Dulles, and I was working at Dulles at the time. And all you see, yo, the dude ain't 5'8". If they say he 5'8", he 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, at best. And the only reason I knew he was a football player because he ain't had no net. Kind of like he was all deltoids and whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he put his hand on the table, he had this big um, Kansas State Big 12 championship ring that he won with Michael Bishop and company at Kansas State. So that was the other clue. So that's how I knew who he was. But, yeah, that dude, for him to have the career he had, he did, he was special. And but, He's not going to ever make anybody's top list of anything, but to create a career out of being a fullback, in a league that doesn't like fullbacks mm-hmm. and then actually getting yourself down to actually being a return man. Um, it's a testament to him just um, truly fighting the test of time. Not to go well, into a right speech, but yeah. No, no, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me explain. I'm not saying that he was bad at what he did. I never wanted, I wanted him to run the you. ball. I didn't want him running, returning kicks. I wanted him on the field carrying the rock. That's because, to think about it, we got rid of uh, Mike Sellers for Darrell Young. I was, pissed that we, I was pissed about that at first. I was like, I like Darrell Young, but I'm pissed because Mike Sellers, somebody I met down at ESPN Zone, but I love the way he ran because he ran like he was angry. Mm-hmm. So whenever he was coming around the corner, he ran like he was angry. But Darrell Young, watching Darrell Young, I was like, Okay, we got a young puppy that can really do it. When he got released, I think I was damn near in tears. But I never wanted to see Darrell Young return kicks. See what I'm saying? Right. I wanted to see Darrell Young around the around the goal line, punching it in for six. That's what I wanted to see from Rock Cartwright. Because I thought Rock Cartwright and Liddell Betts was a good one-two punch. You had your your, your home run breaker, and then you had your short yardage guy. Where That's was your what home I run thought. Breaker? Liddell Betts. What home run? He could hit a home run. He didn't get doubles. He ain't hitting a home. <laughs> he in that Alf Morris category. That's why they wore that 46. They they can get you some doubles. But Alpha Morris, Alpha Morris could hit the home run too. No, he couldn't. Oh, because okay. oh, oh, oh. this is perfect. I'm glad. Mm. There's a game when they played, I think Matt Jones was here as the backup. Alpha Morris is the starter. They're playing Houston. They're on their 10-yard line. It's a run to the left. Morris makes the cut. He goes in the clear daylight. There is nobody in the picture of him running. He doesn't score. He gets like the 40 or 30. And I think he's like looking for somebody just to come tackle him so he can't, so he don't have to run the whole thing. But that run, that game, just hear me out, because that's McLuhan's first year or second year. 
that run that game, I think made him um a li- liability in this in the mind of this franchise because McLuhan style of running back was somebody that could take it to the house. And that's all that he, we've ever missed. And then even when we got into the fat robs and um the Matt Jones of the world and all those guys, um, what's the man, Capri Bibbs? You had a bunch of guys that were just guys, and we never had dynamic running backs. That's why I love the Gibson pick because Gibson, when you watch Gibson, Gibson can take it to, to, to knock his head on the goalpost. Mm-hmm. See that 74 yard screen against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So it's, there's a different dynamic, and that's what I like about this year's offense is there's a bunch of guys that if you're not paying attention, instead of that being a five or 10 yard game, it's going to be a 50 or 60 yard game. And that's what we've never had on a consistent basis in DC. True. Now I will say this. I'm, I'm trying to remember the, uh, the other guy with Capri Bibbs. It was, um, uh, I can't remember. He played really well against green Bay. He wound up going to green Bay. No, no Capri Bibbs went to green Bay. Oh man, what the hell was So that? in that group there's um there's Roy Hulu. No. And then what's the kid from, there's a kid from Manassas that went to Penn State that's the Devin, slowest, fastest man uh, ever. Evan Royster. Evan Royster. He's the no. slowest, fastest man ever. After him. It was under it was under uh Gruden. I can't think of the daggone boy name. Damn. You got a number? He, uh can't even remember his number. He was supposed to be in when Alex Smith got hurt, but Gruden had benched him. That's Capri. Oh, 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 um, because so Capri, Capri Bibbs was in. in. It was the other guy. I know you're talking about. I can't think of his name now. And yeah, because uh, Gruden benched him because he was sleeping with his side chick. Right, right. <laughs> so that's why Alex Smith got hurt. Right. So that that's crazy. But those guys, the way that they played, and I'm like, we haven't had the last true running back that we had that was guaranteed at least a thousand yards but that's not even a norm anymore man we had ap we had alpha moors uh i don't think man, ap had a thousand yards when he was here i want to say he did i would have to look that up he might have had or if he did he had like a thousand thirty five he got like that 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 yeah but i think he may have had a thousand thirty five then the next year maybe he had nine ninety six or something mm-hmm. like that and then, and, you know, then they got rid of him like they should have. And I was I was baffled by that, but I was like, let him have, let him have his time and teach these young him. boys. But these young boys coming up, yeah, let him go because these young guys. See, so we don't do, and when I say we, I'm talking about like the league isn't that league where now you're gonna get a bunch of guys that's gonna play for 12, 13 years. Half thousand yard career, I mean, thousand, ten thousand yard careers. We're just not, it's just not set up that way anymore mm-hmm. because we specialize everything in the game. So that's the only reason, unless it's a truly dynamic guy. And I thought Zeke might have been that guy until Zeke got hurt. So I don't know who's that next ten thousand yard guy. I guess it's Derrick Henry just because of the pace he's on. Mm-hmm. But after him, I just really don't know. You know, McCaffrey's hurting, hurt all the time. Kamara's hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Elliot hurt, so Jonathan Taylor maybe, but I maybe. think Jonathan Taylor is another guy that's just going to take a lot of hits. And you know, once Father Time creep in, it's a little different. So yeah, <clears throat> but think about this: we got Gibson. A lot of people want to put him on the bench because they wanted Robinson to start. Cut Gibson. I'm like, okay, well, this is a thousand yard rusher. A thousand yard rushes 
are not a dime a dozen because most guys are not every down back guys. Right. We haven't had a, a, a power runner. The last power runner that I really think we had that was truly ours was Stephen Davis. Facts. And what he did here was just a, a preview of what he did in Carolina. North Turner knew how to use Stephen Davis. All we needed was a was receivers. All we needed was a passing game to go with that run game because we well, ran smash mouth football. And we kind of sort of had it. I think their biggest issue, and I think um, I don't know if you heard B Mitch a couple weeks ago. He was talking to Westbrook, and Westbrook was just like, "I just didn't put the work in." Because you have M- Michael Westbrook doing anything close to what Michael Westbrook should have been. With Stephen Davis, and then you had um, Leslie Shepard playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody could have told me that Leslie Shepard would have came in and gave you the two years he had, or even Albert Connell when he had his mind right. So when he wasn't stealing, there's right. There's a stretch there where again you had some possibilities, but um, in true Washington fashion, we just never. They're never able to put all the pieces to the puzzle together. Um, I actually think of our offense or our roster sometimes as the kitchen and Friday. You got ham, no burger, peanut butter, <laughs> no jelly. Like that's how I see us as an offense. Like you, you, you can have all the receivers you want, but then you you don't have a dynamic running back. Then you have a dynamic running back, but then your receivers are trash. Or of course, the black hole is the quarterback in the spot. Yeah, I mean, so how I do you go from two seasons of averaging? Uh, what we average? I think we were averaging. 50, we averaged 54 stretch in 98, 99. We were averaging 44. So how do you go from that to an inept offense that can't score? So and it's the same team, just a different North, coach. You know, the other difference is I got to find the stat, and I'll find it the next time we talk. But there's only two teams in the last, I think, I want to say six, it might be seven years, to have a new starting quarterback every day on day one, the only other team to have this quarterback situation is the Indianapolis Colts. So the Colts have started like Luck, Brissett, and then a whole bunch of other people. Then we get up to Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan are the ends of that. We've started Case Keenum. Uh, we started Kirk Cousins. You have Alex Smith. You have Dwayne Haskins. You have Carson Wentz, and then you have Ron Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. Glad Pooh could pull that out. Mm. I'm struggling for a second. <laughs> but you got it. <laughs> I got to get my researcher back. We got to open up the budget. Hey, he look, 73%. Maybe like, he, side, maybe like a little side side budget for that. You know, that's something that you do on, on y'all time. <laughs> I I so my son's not here with me, but he's, he's normally my statistician. We're going to have to tech. We're going to talk to the accountant. <laughs> Look, it's bad enough we still got to pay the guys in the truck they make more money than we do right. so. so before we you know we're getting ready to wrap this up guys uh you know we'll, we'll dabble into this uh even more so but before we do that i want to get our well y'all's because definitely not a commander's fan um so then we want to get your way too early season projection What's your mm. uh Ooh. um so my season record way too so early record, all right so the record projection is I still I'm gonna give them ten and seven. 
I'm gonna go against my norm. I, I normally want to say show me first, but I'm gonna give them ten to seven. And then I'm gonna give them ten to seven because I think I think Jahan Dotson and Cole Turner will have big rookie seasons, and they're gonna be the X factors to help push this team over the over that that hill. Um, while Trey McLaurin still with Trey McLaurin. I'm going to say something. Ten wins to me, like you said at the beginning of the show, native. I was was born in in Maryland, raised in D.C., so all I knew was Redskins football. All I knew was going to the playoffs and, you know, playing the, the Giants, you know, playing San Fran, those 80s teams of the Giants. And, you know, black and blue division, that's all I knew growing up. So anything below 10 wins is a losing season to me. As an adult, I look back on that. We haven't won more than 10 games in 30 years. This is the time to win more than 10. I got this team. 12 and 5. But that's I just, I, I to, I, I, oh, 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 I got I got to put my seatbelt on for this one. <laughs> that is contingent on Wentz having a darling of a season, which I know he can, because when the when the kid plays, he plays lights out. Like he hasn't thrown double digit interceptions. What he's been in the league nine years, he hasn't thrown double digit right. interceptions most of the those years that he's played the whole time. Right, I think he's around very seven, very smart. Seven to nine interceptions is about mm-hmm. where he ends up. And if he can do that, we can. But on top of him playing like that, he's not playing what. Gary said this morning, the Dak Prescott ball, where we get down and then all of a sudden he's he's got 400 yards passing and three touchdowns, but we lost 35-31. You know, I okay. think we're gonna we're gonna pull out a lot of a lot of close games because of this defense. I think the defense is gonna show his ass because if it don't, you know who's up out the door, right? Commander so, Jack. Yeah, he's up out of the door. Um. And I always I thought he was out the door this offseason, and I thought Sam Mills was gonna take over, but no circumstances didn't happen that way. But Sam don't have the pedigree. We're not gonna get there's a reason, there's a reason Z is the defensive line coach and not Sam. Yeah, I know that way. Um I think I think in the hierarchy, if anything, I think Chris would get it before before um Sam would have gotten it. I get it. Now, I will say this. Gibson's healthy. 1,100 yards. McLaurin and Samuel. If Samuel stays healthy, we got the possibility of having 3,000-yard receivers with Samuel, McLaurin, and Dotson. And we haven't had 3,000-yard receivers since, what, 90? Yeah. You've been – um. what you taking, man? You, you've been namasteing or something? What's going on, bro? 3,000-yard receivers? Man, look, I got high hopes every year, and I know we have the talent to get it done. Back up the band. All right. We we got the talent, and Logan Thomas ain't going to let you down. Logan Thomas might be that other 1,000-yard receiver. All right, so right now, hold on, hold on, hold on, KJ. KJ, we got to slow this down a little bit. So now you got four receivers with 1,000 yards. No, 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 no. I said Logan Thomas might be that other 1,000-yard receiver. He might be that third. But in that – all right, so let's – in your scenario right now, we're at like 3,800 passing yards. You know what I'm saying? With only four guys. We haven't even given them anybody else. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
I don't want to see Dinkin and Duncan. I don't want my, my I don't want my running back to have a thousand yards rushing and two thousand yards receiving. I mean, it's nice, but you know, I don't want that. Okay. So but, what's your so here? All right, because so, I feel like you're in this. You just want somebody to help you get this hot take <laughs> out. So what is your prediction on yards for Carson Wentz? I think his betting line is like maybe thirty five hundred right now. Mm. The over under in Vegas. So I mean, three thousand yard receivers and a possibility from Logan. I'm guessing you're a man that's going with the over. Yeah, I'm going with the over because okay. when we signed him, granted, I was pissed when we traded for him because number one, I wasn't worried about the pick. I was worried about the money. That's okay. what I was worried about. But then when they restructured, I was like, okay, we didn't restructure. Yeah, no, yeah they, no, there's no restructure. They they move money around so they can work that. They move money around because remember he was he was due twenty eight million. They move money around still, so they can work that. No, no, KG, double check you, that. Double yeah, check. Yeah, I'm gonna that. have to double check because that was you the know, only thing. Because I think the only reason they didn't move any money around is because this year gets them the ability to to, to get out of the Carson Wentz business if this doesn't go right. Hmm. Because this is his last money of guaranteed money. The next two years on his deal is basically non guaranteed. So you cut him, you have a zero cap hit. Let me let me. That's I'll, the, I'll look that's, that up. That's the, that's the only reason they haven't readjusted this deal is so they have that highway exit to get off of the Carson Wentz Boulevard. But you want to you Carson Wentz forty five hundred yards. Okay. If Kirk well, Cousins can throw, I mean, you sound boisterous now. You want no, no, to if Kirk Cousins can throw, you gotta write this down, Lady C. Forty five hundred yards. I will look. Hey, Wentz, put it forty five hundred yards. If Kirk Cousins can throw for four thousand yards with no line in front of him, that was really really good. Mid tier receivers and an often injured tight end. Wentz can do it. We got more talent now than we had before. So and Kirk so, made everybody look good. I loved him. I just didn't want to pay him twenty million dollars a year. I thought he was worth about 15, but I didn't want to give him 20. That's just me. Okay, see, that's another argument for another day. That's We're going to put a – in the words of you. Another show. It's another I'm going to put a pin in that conversation and come back to that. We're going to hit that up on the next DC uh, Sports Rundown. Fellas, it has been amazing, amazing. Uh, you know, it's my first time out the gate with actually moderating. Had a few technical difficulties with my computer fighting me and the dog fighting me, um, but we are wrapping this up. We will promise, promise, promise that we will do this again. Uh, so here for the cold-hearted fighter, the midnight rider, Mr. Ben, and the Conrad Thompson of the Sideline Junkies, speaks true, never shy, is the big guy, KG. I am your host with the most, the Swamp Queen Lady C. And we don't do no overtime, guys. We are out of here. Peace. Well, I think you might enter anytime. <laughs>